0: Friends and guests explore the simpler side of life. Here's your host, Amish fiction author Tracy Fredikowski. Hey there, welcome to another episode of Buggy Talk. I'm your host, Tracy Fredikowski. Each week I'll bring you the story behind the stories along with the storytellers. For this week's episode, we have a new author to the Buggy Talk, Kristen Crum, who will introduce us to On the Golden Cliffs, a big sky Amish novel. Hello, Kristen. Thank you so much for joining us today. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm so happy to be here. Well, we're glad to have you. And for all of you listeners, this is Christine Crum, who Trisha Goyer just spoke of a few weeks ago when I interviewed her about the new Amish novel series, a Big Sky Amish novel series, that is just re-releasing with three new novels. And Christine, you were one of the very lucky women who got to be mentored by Trisha Goyer for this new series, and we want to hear all about it. So how about you start by telling us the process of how you got chosen to be mentored by Trisha Goyer? Yes. So... The publisher Sunrise Publishing has a very
1: unique model when it comes to the books that they publish, in that they hold auditions for new authors to be mentored by more established authors, and these new authors write in their mentor authors' established world. I have actually worked with Tricia as her assistant for about 12 years, and When the opportunity first came up, she's like, I'm doing this new thing. It's great. It's wonderful. Sunrise is headed up by Susie Mae Warren, who is just simply amazing. She's like, you you need to try out for it. I was like, I couldn't try out for that. I write young adult fiction. I don't really read Amish fiction. Like, there's no way that I could write an Amish fiction book. But she kept telling me that I needed to try out. And the tryouts are completely, they're completely blind auditions. So, whether I tried out or didn't, she would not know, it would just be like, they just read the blank auditions and then they choose from there. It's all based on your idea and your writing. Finally, it was probably, it was a day before the deadline that I decided, okay, I, I will submit and see what happens. I'm just going to leave it in God's hands. Like if this is an opportunity that he wants me to just go with, then great. If not no big deal. And I still haven't held about it until I think it was about an hour before like the deadline time before I submitted everything. One thing that I love about Sunrise is that they work really quickly. So from the time that I submitted, I think they had it narrowed down to the top 10 in, I want to say like two weeks, but it might've been a month. I just know it was like super fast. If you're, if you're an author, you're kind of used to, like, submitting, whether to an agent or to a publisher, and then, like, waiting months and months to get an answer, and it was not so with Sunrise. It's very quick, and I like that because I'm not a very patient person. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so they called and let me knew, know that I had made it in the top ten, um, and then there was a couple of other things that I needed to do for the next round and then after that round was over they had Trisha had actually called and let me know that I had made it into her season
0: oh that had to have been one of the best phone calls that you received I can imagine it
1: was it was fun I was actually on my way to the beach and so like my husband had to pull over on the side of the road because we were in like the back we were in the back rows, and
0: I was like I can't you should keep cutting out you have to pull over so Keep talking about on the Golden Cliffs. What was your hardest scene to write in that particular story?
1: Um, I think probably the hardest scene to write would have been the prologue, which is the very first that was actually not my opening scene. And after I wrote the book, we decided it needs a prologue. Um, and so it was just, it wasn't that it was hard to write. It was just like you had to step back and think, okay, so, What needs to come in this prologue? What needs to happen in this prologue? How do I start it out? Because you really want to grab the reader right off, right? And so it was just kind of taking the step back and thinking about how to add in this extra scene to the story.
0: And I know because we chatted a little bit before I hit the record mm-hmm. button, you are going honor us <laughs> with the first page of the prologue um, here in a little bit. But before that, I want to ask you a few more questions about your mm-hmm. writing career. How about you tell us how many hours do you typically write in a day? So currently,
1: in addition to being an author, I also work full time as an author assistant, uh, a VA. I work online and I have um, so many clients that I assist and that is, that takes up the majority of the day. So right now um my writing is a few hours in the evening, anywhere from two to three. And then I do steal one full day a week where I just go and I get writing done and author admin stuff done and everything for myself.
0: Well, when was it that you first consider yourself a writer or maybe when was that first YA book that you wrote? When was that? How long ago was that?
1: Um, I self-published my first YA book. Um, it happened at Christmas in October of 2019, um, and it was kind of I. I had always written YA, and I had actually written a dystopian that I was trying to get picked up by an agent, and I had had a lot of bites, but not no nobody like sealed the deal, and so. I decided that I needed to put that aside and I needed to keep working on something else. I needed to put more, more work out there. My critique partner at the time was like, you should try writing like romantic comedy, like contemporary romantic comedy. And I'm like, no, you know, I like writing dystopian. I like putting my, my characters through things. So I was dead set against writing contemporary romance but this story idea came to me it just kind of took off and I feel like I found my voice and it was only really supposed to be flash fiction but the story just kept growing and I fell in love with the characters and it ended up being a a full-length novel
0: well let me ask you in case anybody is wondering is do you write under the pen name Christine Crumb for your YA or is there another name you go by? Nope, that is, that's my name and that's what, okay. that's what's on all the books. <laughs> all right. Well, perfect. Just in case somebody wanted to go look mm-hmm. up your YA books. Yeah. So how about you? I love asking our authors what type of books or what currently is sitting on your bedside table. Well, right
1: now I have a book that just came in from the library. I'm really excited to read it and it's Roy Peter Clark's How to Write Short. Um, which is all about flash fiction and short stories. And I'm excited to dive in. I'm not really quite sure where I heard, um, about his book, but I'm excited to dive into that one. And then I also on my Kindle, I have Natalie Walters, um, book that's coming out in a couple of weeks, Blind Trush, which is the third book in her snack series, which is going to be amazing. And then I also have Jamie Jo Wright's The Vanishing at Castle. Moreau, which I believe releases in a couple of weeks, but I'm looking forward to both of those books and they're on my Kindle and I've been thoroughly enjoying them.
0: It is so interesting to me to hear the different types of books that these, that all of our authors that I interview read and none of us read the same, the same mm-hmm. thing. Um I interviewed um, Joanne Brown here not too long ago and she reads nonfiction uh historical stuff it is just amazing (laughs) that we all have such different interests but yet we write in the same genre that is just amazing i love that part of it
1: so christine
0: we get to talk about on golden cliffs which is book two in a big sky amish novel series and before Mm -hmm. we do that i like to read the back matter just so that our listeners can get a good feel for the story before we start to really dig in okay Okay. All right. This is Christine Crumb on the Golden Cliffs. Lila Taylor has built a social media empire around her Ruby Rose brand, yet one wrong post causes her carefully constructed world to collapse. With no other options, Lila agrees to a six-week rest in rural Montana in what she believes will be a high-end spa. Lila couldn't have been more wrong. When her first night on the Milner farm is interrupted by an unwelcomed guest of the raccoon variety, Lila is ready to throw in the towel and head back to civilization. Amish man Reuben Milner may crumble if one more thing is added to his to-do list. After the passing of his dad, Reuben has stepped up to be the man of the family. Reuben has no time to rest with his mom and four sisters still living at home. Not to mention his secret career as a novelist isn't exactly in line with a devoted Amish lifestyle. Reuben doesn't see any way out of his double life when the elders start pressuring him to join the church. And while the rental of their dotty house brings in much-needed funds, it soon becomes evident that their high-maintenance guest will add to his workload and stir up fond affections that Reuben must squash down. When the Milners need help sprucing up their rental, Lila is quick to jump in, taking her mind off the problems she's left behind. But the more Lila works on the rental with Reuben, the more she wonders if her formal life is worth returning to. Yet, is it the simple life that Lila's heart longs for, or a particular guarded Amish man with secrets of his own? How interesting, Kristen, and I think that this is a wonderful storyline, and I can't wait to hear more about it, and I have to tell you that I love that you put Lila Taylor as a social media empire, that's her job, because that's what you do. (laughs) You do a lot of that (laughs) for the authors you take care of, so you have a real insight To what Lila has left behind. So that is really cool. So how about you tell us what the inspiration for your story is? So when I originally pitched this idea to Sunrise, I
1: actually pitched it as a retelling of the movie Sister Act, but with Amish instead of nuns. But after talking with Sunrise and with Trisha, we decided that very early on, it was going to be too much in the realm of romantic suspense and not that of just Amish. So I kind of toned it back and thought, okay, so how could this person like end up in Amish community? And I decided to make Lila a social media person and, um, We're always, when you're on social media, you know, you're always like in selfie mode and you're always have to be on. But what happens if you're on and you say something maybe that is taken the wrong way and you get canceled for it? And so that's kind of the road I went down. You have a social media star who is getting canceled and so her manager and her, her publicists decide she needs a break, she needs to unplug and they send her to this Amish community and poor Lila is thinking that she's going to like some uppity spa in the mountains and that is very much not where she ends up. <laughs>
0: I can bet that was a shell shock for her, oh, <laughs> most yes, definitely, yes. when she got there. Now, we have talked a good bit. You had a wonderful backstory, so we really don't need to know anything more about the story, unless you want to tell us just a little bit of something without giving us any spoilers. Do you have anything you can tease um, us with? Um, I don't think so. It was really fun to write. I really
1: enjoyed writing it, and I really hope that everybody enjoys it. <laughs>
0: Well, I know you had mentioned that it was takes place in Montana. And by talking to yes. Tricia a couple weeks ago, we know that her story tar- takes place in Montana. Now I know we have a third book that's coming out, I think in August. And let's, yes. is that story in Montana as well? Yes. So all three of the stories, all three of the books
1: take place in West Kootenai, the um, Amish community there in West Kootenai. Um So yes, they're all in Montana, all in the same place. So you'll see. Characters from Trisha's book and from Ellie's book and from my book, all kind of interwoven into each of our stories.
0: And let me just remind our listeners. So this was a um, storyline or a world that Trisha had already created and her readers Wanted to know more about the story. So, and yeah. more about that community. So that's why Montana and this West Kootenai area was chosen for the setting. So I just think that that is yeah. so wonderful because Trisha had built this world yeah. a while ago and now mm-hmm. her readers with your readers and Ellie's readers uh-huh. get reintroduced to West Kootenai. So I just think that yeah. was a great way that Sunrise put that all together. So oh, yeah. if you could Pick out like a a theme or a message you want your readers to take away from your story. What do you think that might be? The message
1: that discovering who God made you to be and not who you're hiding behind or the mess that you're hiding behind changes everything
0: now isn't that good because all of us who spend some time on social media and as I have a marketing background, so, you know, I know how Mm -hmm. important that is, but it's also important to not get canceled and not say things that may be taken the wrong way. So by her, by Lila, going to a very rural Amish community, what a wonderful way to find herself again. And I'm sure in your story, this is partly a story about her finding what really matters in life. And it may not be those social media posts she's making in the long run. Yeah. 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 Well, how about you tease our listeners and go ahead and read us the very first page of your story. Okay. So
1: this is the prologue and the very first page of the book. Okay. He Ruben Milner was an author. He held the evidence in his hands. A breeze pushed up from the lake below, and the sun rose a little higher in the sky, its rays forming his face. Smoothing the pages of the book, his book, Ruben clutched it a little tighter so it wouldn't end up in the lake below. It was abnormally warm for April and West Cooney. Last week, they had a snowstorm, evidence still sparkling on the ground, and this week, they were pushing the upper 50s, Another breeze blew, sending Reuben clutching the, the straw hat on his head. At least the wind coming off the Canadian Rockies was still cold, still predictable. Cold rain, wind, a snowstorm couldn't keep him away from his cliff. It was where Reuben came when he needed to think or process or just be out of the house and away from his five sisters. Today he was here to celebrate. His gaze fell back to the object in his hands. Hidden Hero, the title read, a real book that he had written. His finger brushed the woman on the cover who wore a long skirt similar to the ones his men and sisters wore. Only this woman's hair was free,
0: blowing in the wind as she looked into the distance. So I'm excited to find out how you write him being a novelist. And I can Mm -hmm. see where the the elders, and in some communities, the elders do not favor that. But there are lots of Amish Mm -hmm. communities in the country that do allow um, their members to express themselves a little. So this is a wonderful storyline, Kristen, and I can see why you were chosen. So how about you share with our listeners anything that you're currently working on? So I'm currently working on the next
1: book or my next book in this series, in the Big Sky series, which will release next summer. This story is going to follow, you'll you'll meet these people in On the Golden Cliffs, but my next story is going to follow Penny, who is Reuben's little sister, a agent from LA, which is well, where Lila is from, and his name is
0: Ford didn't realize now, Trisha didn't let that cat out of the bag, that there was going to be more stories. So you sort of there teased are. us with, with more to come. So yes. um, I'll be anxious to hear more about that and we'll get you back on the buggy talk. But now comes to the time in, in our interview where I do this crazy little speed round where I'm going to ask you okay. three silly questions. I have not prepared you for them. So just the first <laughs> thing that rattles off the top of your head will work. So are okay. you ready? I'm ready. Okay. If you could go anywhere in the world, where would we find you? Somewhere with mountains. Somewhere (laughs) with mountains. Well, perfect for on golden cliffs. (laughs) You wrote about the mountains. That's (laughs) perfect. So are you a love story kind of girl or a scary story kind of girl? Can I have both? <laughs> a love story that has some scary, so maybe yeah. a uh, suspenseful love story. Oh yes. Oh yes. So tell us the craziest thing you've ever done. Oh goodness. Um,
1: in college, I was in a relay race where I had to swallow goldfish. <laughs>
0: That was probably the craziest thing that I've ever done. <laughs> and you swallowed goldfish.
1: I swallowed goldfish. And I was known oh. on campus as Goldie from there on forward. <laughs> and I didn't even know the people coming up and calling me Goldie, but that was a nickname and it
0: stuck. Oh, my goodness. So, Kristen, this has been really fun getting to know you. Is there anything you would like to say to your readers before we sign off? I just appreciate anybody and everybody for picking up
1: on the Goldman class. And I love connecting with readers. You can connect with me on my website, kristencrumb.com. It's kristen with a C and crumb with a K. And I am on Instagram at kristencrumb. Drop me a DM. I love
0: chatting. I love connecting with readers. All righty. Well, thank you so much for spending time with us this week. And I look forward to hearing more about your future projects here on the Buggy Talk podcast. And to all of you listeners, if you want to pick up a copy of On Golden Cliffs, look for the link in the show notes of this episode that you can find on my website at tracysamishbooks.com or you can go to buggytalkpodcast.com. There you will find a complete list of some of your favorite Amish fiction authors and all the great books. They add to the Amish landscape, along with my latest release, Barbara's Amish Truth Exposed.